Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Hi, welcome to Solo in the City, Cheryl Besner, your love style coach. And today is really exciting for me because I am going to share something with you. It's about matchmaking, something that I really believe in because the woman you're going to meet later on in the show is the woman who introduced me to the gentleman I've been dating for the last few months. And I really do believe in matchmakers. It's kind of the old-fashioned way when our, you know, community leaders would introduce us to people around who had the same type of, you know, uh, love of life that we share with each other and things that they thought we would have in common. So, you know what? You're going to hear a lot about that. And it's kind of like going back to last week's show where you met Zoe, which is the girl who was with me when I first started my blog of 365 Days to Find Love. And that blog started out of me wondering, how do people meet people when you're back on the dating scene and want to meet new people? Is it just about online and you're also going to meet my girlfriend Chantal later in this show, who was the woman who introduced me to my first matchmaker. She kind of said, you know what, you're going to want to go and meet new people. And she knew I didn't want to date people from my community. So she said, here you go. Let's get you a matchmaker. And you know what? I really do believe in it. And we're also going to have a gentleman on the show and get his opinion. His name is Carlos, and he believes in matchmaking. He is taken, ladies, but he does think that he would always be open to introducing his friends to matchmakers. And guys, you know what? It's not just women who want to meet matchmakers. You too should meet matchmakers. There's nothing wrong with it. So, Going back to where things started for me at 365 Days to Find Love, this is about how to style your love life. This is what I talk about all the time. We're all individuals. We all want to love our way and be loved our way. It's not the same for anybody and everybody. So it's very much about styling what you want for your love life and knowing how to create the love style you were meant to live which doesn't always have a checklist of what you want in life. So these are very important things that we're going to talk about. In the meantime, before you meet all these fantastic people who are going to be joining me later, I want to talk about some of the questions that people ask me. Every week, um, I have a 1-800 number. It's one 844 solo And people either call in and leave me messages of things that they want to discuss, or people write to me also at solointhecity.tv and ask me questions. So today I want to go and answer some of the questions that were sent in to me because I think a lot of you might have similar type issues that you want to deal with. So the first one is, Dear Cheryl, I'm about to go out on my first speed date and I have no idea what to expect. Do you have any suggestions or tips? Well, yes, I do. And the one thing is, first of all, I want you to think of this. You are going to be stepping out and taking time to prepare yourself to go out on a date. Except the beauty is you're going to get five, six, or seven dates in the same time frame. So when you think about getting dressed and the time and the energy that it takes to go out on that date and put yourself, you know, best foot forward, you're managing your time really well. This is an official, uh, an efficient way to go out and date. The other thing is I want you to think of this. 
Dating is supposed to be fun. Go out there and enjoy. This is a time for you to go meet new people. Don't go with expectations. You know, go in there saying, I'm going to go out, I'm going to meet again, um, whether it's 7 to 10, usually a lot of the speed dating companies, and you didn't say which company you're going to, that's usually the number that they go with. 7 to 10 dates, you have around 7 minutes with each person, and keep it light. So you don't have a lot of time. Don't go into detail about your kids and everything. Ask questions. Ask the person, what do you love to do on a Sunday? What are the things that you remember from your childhood? Who is your best friend and what do you love about them? You know, when we start asking people about jobs and what it is, you know, that they do for a living, it starts to become very much the type of thing that they feel they're being on an inquisition. And that's not fun. That's not dating. That is an interview. So really keep it light. Don't talk politics. Politics should not be um, any part of a discussion, whether it's at speed dating or a first date. I stand on that. Um, I remember when Dan was my co-host on Soul in the City, we had a show about that with uh, Conrad Black, actually. And even Conrad said, never, ever discuss politics on that first date, because if you're on opposite ends, well, it might be a no-go. You might not get further than that date, whereas, you know, there's couples that have right-wing and left-wing opinions, but they make it work because there are other things in the relationship that kind of work for you. So you can overlook that. Um, the last little bit of advice I want to give on speed dating is probably you're going to a place where they're going to serve alcohol. Keep it to one drink. Don't get drunk. Don't start slurring your words. Um, it's not attractive for male or females to do that. So really, keep it down to that one drink. And it's okay to say, you know what, I'm going to have a glass of water um, on the next uh, round. And it also keeps your mouth fresher, easier to talk to. And uh, say, you know, thank you to each person, whether you're interested or not. You know, just keep it friendly and social. You know, remember, it's all about that keeping it simply social about that kiss. And the kiss is the most important part of a relationship on many different levels. So that's where I'm going with that question. Now, the second question, dear Cheryl, I'm starting to date again, but also in the process of losing 30 pounds. Do you think I will be more successful if I wait? Signed, Simone. Well, Simone, first of all, I want to take the word successful and isolate that because this is about you and your losing weight is about you and the way in which you want to feel about yourself. At least I hope so because it's all about the inside out. But there's no time like the present. If you want to date, start dating. And it's not about attracting the other person right now. It's about feeling good about yourself. And if somebody wants somebody thinner, well, then they will date somebody thinner Possibly. But you know what? It's your energy that somebody's going to be attracted to. And if nothing else, you know, as you get thinner, you might feel more confident about yourself. But really, I want you to start owning that, that feeling of self-confidence, knowing you're about to do something for yourself on two things. You're about to do something for yourself about feeling good and fit. And you're about to do something about your social life. And both those things are positive. And to attract somebody, the most beneficial thing you can do for yourself is be positive, be proactive, and think of you. Because that 
dear Simone, is what somebody is going to be attracted to. That man is going to like you at 150 or 120 pounds because he's going to see that confidence. So don't wait. I, I, I always say start today. Do it small. Do it slow if that feels better for you. But start doing it. Anyway, so those are the two questions from today. And remember, you can always find uh, ways to get in touch with me and ask your questions at one 844 solo And coming up, we're going to be joined very soon by my matchmaker, Natasha Noel of the Absolute Bachelor Club. Then we'll be joined by Carlos Zapian. He is one of our Renaissance men who will be joining the love table. And as well, you will meet and hear from Chantal Shamandi about why she decided I needed a matchmaker. And I'm going to say right now, thank you matchmakers out there because it worked. And if you want more information, don't forget, you can always find me on Facebook, on Solo in the City, on SoundCloud. You can listen to all our shows and follow me on Twitter on SoloInTheCity.tv. Coming up, you're going to meet my matchmaker right here on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Welcome back to Solo in the City, and we're going to be talking now with Natasha Noel, founder of Absolute Bachelor Club and my matchmaker. Welcome to the show, Natasha. Thank you, Cheryl, for having me. Well, of course I have to have you. I mean, this is a show about matchmaking and, you know, the beginning of how I even got you know, into Solo in the City and dating back to the 365 Days to Find Love blog, which was all about the different ways people can meet versus online and matchmakers and from the person next door. What is it, first of all, that drove you to becoming a matchmaker? It was love at first sight, seeing a posting for a job at a matchmaking agency. Um, I can't really explain it, but when I was reading the job description, I knew instantaneously that it was my calling and that I had some form of intuition that was going to lead me to bring people together. I always brought people together, but not for love. And, and it was instantaneous. Uh, now if, if I look at the past, uh, eight years of being in that field, um, I, I can tell you that I'm someone who really truly believes that love drives everything in life. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, that's why I'm here. I just think that share, sharing myself, my story with other people who are going through the same kind of things, wanting to meet new people, spread the love. What better thing can we do than help that happen, right? Nothing, Cheryl. <laughs> I know, I know. And you do such a good job of it. I mean, look, I can tell you, um, for those of you who don't know, I knew Natasha because this is what I've been doing for, well, I guess around two and a half years right now is uh, love coaching. And then all of a sudden, here I am on the radio, which is just my way of getting it out there. But Natasha and I knew each other. And she always said, 
I'll introduce you to somebody when I meet the right person, not just anybody, because that's part of your whole thing also. You don't just want to meet somebody. You want to meet the right person, right? You want to meet the one. And you said, when that person comes across my path, I will introduce you to that person. And it took around a year and a half. It did. I know. And But then all of a sudden, boom, right? All of a sudden, the man walked in and, and he had his own journey with my company. Um, but when the time came, when I had to make his match, and he asked me, he was very specific. He said, do not waste my time. And I'm not quoting verbatim, but <laughs> don't just get me the, the best person for me. Um, and I said, oh, right, I will do that shaking. Right? <laughs> you can't make a mistake. And, uh, and that's it. He, I think he had the, um, he had the wow moment seeing your profile is in, in his inbox. Oh, well, thank uh, you very much. But and, and from there it started. The thing is, though, um, a lot of people find it why would somebody use a matchmaker? Mm. And my thing is always, why not? I mean, this goes back, you know, to the uh, years and years, hundreds of years ago, where the neighborhood matchmaker fixed people up. Like, why would anybody hesitate, especially business people who are very busy and running and doing and don't have the opportunity? What do you say when somebody says, well, why would somebody use you? Right. So most most individuals who are afraid to come to a matchmaker um, know really why they're difficult to match or why they um, they are picky. And so they, f they fear that the matchmaker will not be able to understand who they are and what they're looking for. And that goes very true for compatibility, but also for chemistry. If they struggle or if they're very picky about who they want and who they like, how possibly can someone do it for them? Picky. That's one of the words, right? A lot of people say, well, I'm very picky. I'm very picky. And my answer is, well, you can be picky, but we also have to be realistic, right? I mean, in, in what our needs are versus also what our wants are. Yes. And I love that you said that because most individuals, and that's that goes for women and men alike, mm -hmm. don't even know what they're looking for. They think they do. I know. They I deal with that all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they think they wrote the list. I've done this. I know what I don't want because I've been through this relationship. And they try to get the relationship that almost comes and compensate for the last relationship. I don't believe that is always the right thing to do. Every time you make that list and you write down those qualities or character traits that you're looking for in that person, you always have to ask yourself a secondary question. Well, what do I even mean by that? And would I be able to test that? And how fast can I do that? If we all took 10 minutes to write down what we really, really, really need in a special person, in a partner, we would uh, be dumbfounded at how many individuals fit our list. Well, because when you think of it, most women and most men, I mean, when you ask them those questions, they describe either Prince Charming or Cinderella. Mm -hmm. And those are fictional characters. I mean, they don't exist. We would love it to exist, but we're not all going to find the man on the, the horse that lives in a castle. And we're not all going to find Cinderella with the glass slipper. We're going to find true individuals. And it's about finding those characteristics and the things that they'll bring out in each other mm -hmm. as well as within themselves and want to give to that relationship, right? So it's not the tangible. No? 
I couldn't agree more. It's not the tangible, but there are things, values that can be almost tangible because they, they can be tested truthfully. And if the person is who they say they are, then it's going to come out really quickly. And if they're not, that's also going to come up really quickly and you can then move on. So that, that kind of brings up when somebody comes to see you, you know, this whole thing with Millennia Trump and everything. When somebody comes to see you and they kind of create this persona, can you see through it right away? Like with her, you know, she had all these um, degrees and everything that didn't exist. Like why do that? Why do that to a matchmaker or online or in your CV for jobs? Yes. Ah, uh, wonderful question, Cheryl. I I have a document that people have to read when they come to my office. And I do tell them that I'm no magician. I can't read through minds. And to please be as honest as possible. Otherwise, they're going to be wasting their time, mine, and guess what? Their money. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the truth is um, giving yourself, um, putting a mask on and, and putting... Uh, a false self out there is a cover-up and it serves you no purpose. It serves me no purpose. It serves, it doesn't serve you the purpose because you've got, and you've heard the cliches, be who you, be yourself, be who you are. Oh no, I, I don't believe in that, I mean, especially when it comes to dating. You want to be the best you are. You want to show the, the other person the best you are when you're in the dating process. Yes. Right? And then get to all the other things, but nobody wants to see the negative side of you at the beginning. Your right? layers can't come up on the first date. That's <laughs> exactly. correct. Uh, but you've got to be your best self, not a false self. And then, and then on the third, the fourth, a month later, you can start telling them about your past, about your views. But if you're going to come up with negative stories, something about your ex and why you hate men or women, you know, I got nothing else to say, but good luck. <laughs> good luck, 100%. So I want to ask you a little, it's a little bit of a personal question mm -hmm. for myself. Um, what was it about me that you thought, um, knowing me, would be the right match for the person that I'm dating now? Well, Cheryl, you, you think were, the connection was? Yeah, you were very, very specific. I, I loved your list because your list wasn't... Did I have a list? ...going forever. <laughs> Right? You you gave me character traits that you were looking for in a man. Mm -hmm. And you were very concise and you knew exactly what you wanted. And that's why you're successful today in a relationship. Um, and when you found those criteria in uh, your partner now, you were, you recognize them and, and you embraced him and you embrace the possibility and, you know, you can tell the rest of the story. Yeah. Well, you know what, when you touch on that, I do want to kind of give people a little bit of an idea. So one of the things that was, I wanted somebody very uh, strong character because I have a strong character. I wanted somebody very secure because I can be very outgoing and boisterous. Um, and I also wanted the, the balance, somebody who would kind of slow me down sometimes. 
then, you know, so that was a part of the characteristic, somebody who was very grounded, because I can definitely get loose at times. And the other thing that I was very specific about was ambition. And you got it right away. It wasn't ambition about money or anything like that. It meant ambition about life, wanting to know about life, being adventurous, wanting to meet people. And um, that's what you picked up on. And those were the qualities that were important to me. So we're going to continue this, actually. Um, coming up, we're going to the love table, and we're going to be joined. Uh, joining me will be Natasha Noel, but also Carlos Zapian, who is um, the founder of Fit in Your Dress, and we'll find out a little bit more about how people feel about matchmaking. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Solo in the City is continuing with our love table. And still on the show with me is Natasha Noel from Absolute Bachelor Club and my matchmaker. And I'm also welcoming now to the love table, Carlos Zapian. He is the founder of Westmount Solutions and FitInYourDress.com. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Cheryl. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, one of the things that I love about Fit In Your Dress, and, and this is something going back to even um, some of the questions that I had earlier on in the show, is Fit In Your Dress is about understanding you and fitting in your dress, not the dress of somebody else, right? It's about finding the right balance for some, in somebody's life and body so that they know exactly how they feel and feel their best, and they're going to look their best. You know, earlier on the show when I'm referring to that is somebody wrote in and they asked about dating and starting to date and whether or not um, while they're losing 30 pounds if they should wait to start dating. And I went like, no, like just get in. What do you think about that? I, I don't think you have to wait for anything. You know, you go with life and you seize the moment, every moment, because you live one day at a time. And we have to live every moment to the max, right? To the max. And the only way you can achieve that is being happy with who you are from within. Go back to your source. And then from there, continue growing and building yourself up. So I want to ask you, Natasha, on this one too. Do you think, for instance, when it comes to a matchmaker, should somebody get into shape before they come to see you? Or would you start looking for them? Like, what do you suggest on something like that? I always uh, recommend that they start right away because uh, the introductions uh, don't have to wait for a 30-pound weight loss. That being said, uh, simultaneously, absolutely keep in shape. It's going to bring your 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 hormones levels up when you're exercising you're going to be happy more confident and everything else in your life is going to get better whether it's that's your job your, your relationship with your children i mean it's it's an ongoing process of every day so it's not a requirement for somebody to be you know a super jock body or a supermodel body when they're coming to absolute bachelor club never Fantastic. I love that. Don't you? I don't think you have to, you know, be a supermodel to 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 uh, to be able to date anybody. Uh, I've, I've been in relationships when, you know, I've been out of shape myself and, and or in relationships when somebody is not completely full in shape. And that doesn't, you know, stop from hitting it off and, and having something meaningful in your life. 
Now, isn't that a little bit, though, about fit in your dress? It's about feeling good about yourself from the moment you start interacting with the people that work with you and write for you and give advice, correct? Well, we talk about, and this is what we promote with our company, Purple Empower Inc. and uh, fittingyourdress.com, is you are working on being the best version of yourself, but you need to be happy with who you are to be the best version of you who you are. Because if you're not happy with who you are, then how can you work towards something positive? Positive comes from positive. So if you're positive about yourself, then you continue growing. And this is what we, what we focus on. Well, it's all about, you know, that is about that self-confidence. It's also about body posture and the way we position ourselves and we walk out in the world. Because I can tell you, even a thin person, if they start to hunch over and start to feel insecure, everything just starts to hang out. Right, Natasha? Yes, absolutely. If you are you grew up thinking you were too tall because you, you outgrew everyone by age 10, you know. That was me, to... by the way. <gasps> I was too tall with huge breasts by the time I was 12. So I walked around hunched and, and now I'm 50 in yoga four times a week trying to stretch out my spine and feel really, like really strong about it but you're right that's it it starts from birth and that's why parents have to uh, be very proactive in how they raise their children and the message that they send and be very very careful with with the things that they say I see it in matchmaking ladies come to me with uh, weight issues even when they're thin telling me my father never told me I'm beautiful I still look for that today he doesn't watch me when I do this he doesn't encourage me words of affirmation are extremely important you know if you have a daughter out there don't just tell her that she looks good in her skirt tell her she's beautiful what about you Carlos do you think that women and men complement each other enough and encourage each other when especially when we have these insecurities well we complement each other when we're happy with who we are right uh, if we're happy with who we are then we're going to be able to give love to somebody else and then somebody's going to give, give it back to us and we complement each other that way you were mentioning about daughters um you have one right i have a daughter she's <laughs> 10 years daughter. old and she's uh, her name is yaretzi by the way and uh she is turning into a teenager now so i'm seeing all these changes <laughs> i'm telling you and uh, like we started know, the I company <laughs> we started the company right on time you know because we want to make a change so that she sees these uh these, these these things that are not healthy, these habits, these ways of looking at life. We were mentioning also posture. Um, if we live in our body, so if if our body is healthy, if we stand up tall, if we smile, it's amazing. But you're gonna feel more confident. And the and the energy and what we attract also. So I don't know if you're aware of this, Carlos, but Natasha from Absolute Bachelor Club. She actually introduced me to my paramour. Interesting. I know, I know. It's fantastic. Thank you very much again, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to ask you, what do you think about matchmaking? Like if you had a friend, a male or female, would you encourage them to go to a matchmaker? I would say so, especially guys, you know, because guys are usually, we go more for the looks and don't pay that much attention to character. It's very I love easy. hearing a man say that. I yes. mean, th kudos to Amen. you, Carlos, for saying that because <laughs> it is, you know, for men, it's looks and for women, it's the ear, you know, it's accents. Like, it's, you're in, by the way. Besides the way you look, you've got a great accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. So I think it's very important that we look at 
the person for who they are inside because there, there might be somebody that is extremely beautiful. You know, she might be stunning walking down the street and you approach her and then, yeah, she can put up a, a facade for a month, two months, three months. And then you just start discovering, oh, she cheats in here. She cheats on that. She cheats at work. She lies. She, all these things that are not right for any sort of relationship. So a matchmaking service or somebody is going to do that for you, especially for us guys, is, is amazing because you're going to help us, you know, look beyond the body. Well, interesting, though, is that a lot of the men, and I love this that you're saying that, because a lot of men have a stigma about matchmaking. Like, they, they shy away from it. Like, you say matchmaker. I mean, we've done events together, right, Natasha? Yeah. We, we put it out there. A lot of women will show up because we're not afraid to ask for help. But the guys, they sit back, and I know that there's a lot of single guys out there who just kind of go, well, I don't need the matchmaker. And you do, right, Carlos? Well, I, I wish I had, had the opportunity to have him before, you know, <laughs> when, when the time was there, you know, and or pre, who knows? Who knows? Because uh, you never know who you're going to find, you know. It's like a box of chocolates, remember? It's like a box of chocolates. Do you like that analogy? I do. <laughs> my, last, my last latest client said to me, Natasha, I feel like I'm in a candy store. So why did he feel that way? Because not only did he receive profiles of absolutely beautiful women that he finds attractive, but the... Women had all the criteria that he wanted. And guess what? He's super serious and he is not interested about a relationship that's not going to last. He's looking for uh, a partner that is going to be compatible in every single way, including uh, sharing uh, honesty and integrity. And those are the values that he's testing every time he goes out on a date. So I want to ask you both a question, and, and I, like really, yes or no. Do you think if you go out on a first date, Carlos, hypothetically, you go out on a first date, and you don't have like an immediate connection, do you go out on a second date, yes or no? Yes. Oh, good. And Natasha, what do you tell your clients? They went out on a first date, they're, they don't think so, there's a connection. Do you tell them to go out on a second date? I, I ask them to go on two to three dates, especially if the chemistry is there, and the person is not necessarily the type that they like, but there's the conversations were there. They laughed. If they felt good at the end of the date, yes. That's amazing because we all agree then. Anyway, I want to thank both of you for being on the show. Carlos, fitinyourdress.com, and as well, Natasha Noel from Absolute Bachelor Club. Coming up, we're going to have a quickie with Chantal Shamandi. And don't forget, we're going to pucker up and hear about the Kiss Calendar for next week. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. And we're going to be back very shortly. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Sorry that it took a long time. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. So we're back to Solo in the City and the infamous 
Kiss calendar, and I hope you're ready to pucker up and not only date, but get fit while doing it. And today what I want to do is tell you some of the gyms around town. You know, it's fall time. We're going to start going inside. There's not as many activities to do out and about. So this is a time to get fit and try out different gyms. The one thing is doing things that we love brings people into our world. So I want to give you a few options here. One of them is Evolution Fitness. Actually, it's Uvolution Fitness and Martial Arts. This is on Wellington. It's a very boutique-style gym. It's got a great environment. It's bright and energizing. The colors are fantastic, so you just feel light and fun and airy great way to meet new people. Vic Park in Westmount, one of my favorite places to go, and especially Vic Spin. It's one of their new programs, and it's like going out on the town on a Saturday night because they've got these great lights, fabulous music, and their instructors, Drea, Natalie, Matt, they're all super high energy. And you know, a great way to meet somebody is to ask person beside you to help you with your bike and get it all adjusted. Gold's Gym, these gyms have over 550 clubs around the world, and you can try out all of them with your membership, and they're open 24-7. Sporting Club Le Sanctuaire, well, that was a singles place when I was young and single 30 years ago, and guess what? It's still a great place to meet new people. It is a huge, fun, active environment with something to fit everybody's fancy, and I love the word fit in there. And CrossFit, they have two locations, one on St. Laurent and one on Notre Dame. And don't forget, your local Y. You have them all over the place. Every neighborhood has one, and they've got also huge programs. A lot of them are renovated, so they're fun, and you can use different um, places around the city as well. So utilize these things, get out there, have fun, be active, and especially remember, the way to meet somebody is doing things you love. So part of that is loving yourself, exercising, and getting fit. And now... This is the new segment um, that we started in the fall, and it's called Let's Have a Quickie. And today we're going to have a quickie with the woman who introduced me to the idea and concept of matchmaking, Chantal Shamandi. She is a singer, a producer, and an entrepreneur, and my very good friend. Welcome to the show, Chantal. Hi there, Cheryl. Hello, girlfriend. So I want to have a quickie moment with you. And I love I, that. I love that name, by the way, the quickie moment. I know. And quickies are the best, right? Absolutely. Honestly. And we can do them anytime, anywhere. Well, not with anyone. No. I can because I do interviews with them. But, <laughs> but otherwise, talking monogamously here. Okay. Yes, of course. So... Here I was, single. I was single around a year and a half. And one day I come to your house and you and your husband say, You need a matchmaker. You need a matchmaker. So why did you say that to me that day? Okay, well, you know, it's funny. I, I was reflecting on that question. And, and, you know, it's very simple. At the end of the day, we're human. And the one thing machines, thank God, can't figure out yet is when you see someone smile, when you see really what, you know, what makes them, what makes them laugh, and those are things that, you know, you can go on the Internet and you can, you know, yes, I think it's still a great B uh, way of meeting people. But if you have the opportunity, I think that it's like, you know, having three quotes when you paint your house or when you go see a doctor, you want, you know, you don't go see one, you say, okay, well, I'd like a second opinion. I think a matchmaker is, is exactly the same. You go and you meet them, you see if they really understand you. You explain to them your needs, what really, you know, tickles you. And at the end of the day, you know what, the more 
the more the matchmaker knows about you, it's like it's like your friend, except she's maybe you know more subjective, and and then she can connect you with people that she knows. Which you know, in your in your case, you know, you were looking for certain qualities in a man, and and you know, then he comes in for the interview, and then he gets, you know, he has the same, he gets asked the same questions, and you can see his face, and you can see if his eyes light up, and and I think those are things that are very important, and that you know, even though we we like I said, we do have the option of you know going online if you have if you don't have that. And online is good. Online is great. Yeah. But I think the matchmaker is the person who was able to see a little bit more through you and like I said you know there's certain things that are um, generic online and when you meet somebody as you know Cheryl when you walk into a room and I say this to my you know about my friend Cheryl (laughs) she has an aura the machine doesn't see that aura so I think that that's um, it's a it's it's a plus if you have access to that um, and the, the matchmaker. And the other thing about the matchmaker is that, you know, she really does try and eliminate the the external part. Because I remember, and I'm sure you'll remember the story that I told you I was with a friend of mine and he was driving me somewhere and he wanted to introduce me to a friend of his. And I said, okay, great. What do you think we have in common? He goes, well, you're both single. And I was yeah, like, that's, that's well, yeah. what does that mean? And he was like, Cheryl, you want to meet somebody. You want to date. He's single. You're single. Go on a date. And I'm like... I, I want to date somebody that I have something of interest, and that's what a matchmaker does. Exactly. You know, they're matching your your energy level, you know, exactly. and and your as you said, your aura, but also you know the things that you love in life, and and they get through a lot of also, you know. How do I talk about it? It's kind of like when you're meeting people and, and you're meeting friends, you're always wondering, you know, do they know somebody that they might be able to fix me up? And Exactly. And, and they're going beyond being single. Exactly. And also, you know, the thing is when you also when you go online, you know, um, I think, you know, when you get out of a relationship, it's very hard to say, oh, I'm going to change everything about me because it didn't work out this way. It didn't work out for me. And I'm going to change this and this. But at the end of the day, it's very hard for people to change. It's hard for, for us to, even though we, we, you know, we put our best foot forward it's hard to change but when you meet a matchmaker or you meet somebody that you can talk to you can be honest about the things you don't want to do a lot of people the reason why their relationships don't work as you know is because there's too many compromises made by either party and at the end of the day you wake up one day and you say you know what i I don't want to i don't want to compromise anymore so people always like i always get this you know this thing well you know you have to compromise for you know for your relationship (laughs) i say no i know you say no anyway i want to thank you so so much for coming and having this quickie with me. I love it. You can call me anytime. I love having this and I love your show. So oh, thank you, know, you. You help thank a lot you. of people out and I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there who are now picking up the phone and looking for the matchmaker in their city. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and on that note, if anybody out there wants to get in touch with me and ask me some questions, you know the number. It's one eight four four seven four four solo You can also reach me on Facebook and on solointhecity.tv. I want to thank all my guests. And remember, you can listen to Solo in the City every Saturday night at 10 p.m. on CJAD 800. And in the meantime, remember... Keep it simply social, because we all know it's all about the kiss. See you next week.